Off the Groove with Scotty Dubler. What's up, everybody? It's Friday, June 23rd, episode number 228 is coming at you. Sorry I missed last week. I was a little bit busy down in Ducoin, Illinois, uh, doing the Magic Mile for American Flat Track and then doing the entire week for the AMA Mission Foods Flat Track Grand Championship. So sorry about last week. Let's play catch up a little bit. I really want to talk about Decoin, the Magic Mile. That track was really good. I know they raced there on Friday, the day before the amateurs raced there and the vet classes raced on the mile. Set the line is a little bit different than the normal line that we run there uh, when the, just the pros are running, but the track was worked in, got faster and faster all night long. I thought the track crew did an excellent job. We started off with a little bit of a delay. The uh, timing loop got cut somehow. I don't know if it was the, the grader or the water truck or something, but the timing loop put us behind a little bit, but that made us run faster through the program. So actually it worked out pretty good, I think. Let's talk about the Mission Super Twins first. Let's talk about Jared Meese, you know, fast qualifier once again, $500 from Pronto Parts Plus. Then he goes out there and wins the Mission Challenge, uh, you know, some more money going in his pocket. And then the main event, uh, he had what it took to win. And I think the advantage right now for him is all the seat time on the miles. And I think it's definitely paying off for him. Uh, he took the win. Uh, the most impressive ride of the weekend, I think, was Brandon Robinson. Was flying on his Indian, finished up second. Dallas Daniels with a worst finish of the season with a third. So he is right there, still in the mix of things. Uh, third place for him. Breyer was very impressive all day. Ended up fourth. J.D. Beach was fifth. Fisher, sixth. Vandekoy, seventh. Bronson was fast early on. Ends up with an eighth. Dan Bromley, ninth. And Colby Carlisle running at your top ten. That's in the Mission Super Twins. The advantage at the finish line was .033 seconds. And it was Jared Meese's fifth win of the season, his third in a row, 68th of his career, now only 10 behind the seven-time champ, Chris Carr. 73rd win for Craig Rogers, who's the team owner, and 129th win for Kenny Tolbert as a crew chief. So all those are impressive numbers. Taking a look at the overall stats at the end of the day, uh, Jared Meese led 13 laps, Breyer led eight, and Dallas Daniels led four. Uh, switching gears, downshift a little bit. Let's go to the a AFT singles class. Tom Drain, fast qualifier. Tom Drain goes out there, wins the Outland Dallas Honda Challenge, and Tom Drain wins the main. So you had me sweeping it in the Super Twins. You had Tom Drain from Australia sweeping it in the singles class. Again, Drain the winner. Sat off second, so close once again. Trent Lowe was third, Maxwell fourth, Cody Kopp fifth, Bruner sixth, Mishler seventh, Dalton Gauthier eighth, Chad Coase ninth, and his teammate James Ott is tenth. So um, no big surprises there. Uh, Shana Texter back in the pack, back there in 16th. I really expected her to be up front, a little bit closer to the front on a mile track like that. Declan Bender making his third main event of his career. And Landon Smith using the provisional start still ends up with an 18th place finish. Uh, Drain's second win, uh, both on the miles. This time it was .011 seconds, and he led uh, led the last lap. So there's 18 total laps. Sadoff was very emotional on the victory podium, and I expected that from Max Whale when he got if he was going to get up there. Um, both of them emotional uh, for Buddy or Keith Singleton. 
Uh, Sunday would have been his birthday, but he passed away earlier this year. So sad, a very emotional, uh, you know, second place finish. I sure wish it would have been a win for Chase Sadoff on the number 88 Turner Hondas. But the Hondas are right there. Uh, the KTM's look like they found something. They said uh, at Sacramento that they were down on horsepower just a little bit. I think they've taken that time off to make those bikes faster as they were up there fourth and fifth this time at the Magic Mile in DuCoin, Illinois. Um, I thought all the races were great, and they got better all night. And the best part for me is nobody fell off. So um, since Kevin Crowther took over as being like the race director and in the role that he's in, that's the first race that he has been to that we haven't had one single incident. So uh, that was a good night of racing. Um, that track never disappoints. It gets faster. And I guess I really uh, don't remember that that track had that much banking. But we were broadcasting from outside turn number one in the semi. And when I'd step outside, I'd go up there and look at the track and watch the track conditions when I had a quick break. And that's when I realized how much banking was in that track. And that's the only mile track that we go to that has any kind of banking. I know that's part of the reason the track is fast. Another part of it is the shape, you know, the configuration of the track. And then, of course, the dirt surface and finally the track crew that, you know, that's their job. You know, the, the state owns that racetrack. They have track workers that that is their job is just to work on that facility, work on the entire fairgrounds. But they do an excellent job. That was the Magic Mile. Let's shift gears one more time. Today, down in Lima, Ohio, is pushing the cushion. Robbie Bobby has a race going on the day before the Grand National down there at Lima. The last Saturday in June, we're racing at the Allen County Fairgrounds, the Lima Half Mile. Tomorrow night is the American Flat Track Race. There are 21 Super Twins signed up. There'll be six Yamahas, six Indians, three KTMs, three Kawasaki's, two Royal Enfields, and one Harley-Davidson. So... Um, you know, the sport kind of goes through steps where it's kind of monkey see, monkey do, you know, follow the leader. And since Indians are kind of running out of parts and there's no real backing from Indian anymore like there used to be, we're seeing more Yamahas show up. Uh, and we still have a few Kawasaki's out there that are trickling in. I, I figured we'd see more of those, but, uh, you know, six Yamahas, six Indians, pretty even. In the singles class, there are 38 singles riders signed up. There are two from Australia, two from Canada this year, this year. And 34 Americans. And it is Jacob Vandekoy. You guys know him as Killswitch. It is his first start in American Flat Track. He'll be running the number 186. Also out there tomorrow night will be the Hooligan class. That's part of the Grand National Hooligan Championship Series. They're racing today at the Push and the Cushion. And they're also racing tomorrow. It was a limited number of riders could sign up. So we'll see who all is there when I get to the track. Recapping from 2022, Brandon Robinson took the win on the Indian last year. Dallas Daniels second. Jared Meese was third. Breyer was fourth. And J.D. Beach was fifth. In the singles class last year, Cody Kopp took the win. Sam Drain was second, and he was flying last year. I believe he actually won the, the challenge race as well. Sadoff was third. Dalton Gauthier was fourth. And James Ott was fifth. And in production twins last year, Corey Texter was the winner, Janish was second, Billy Ross was third, Cameron Smith was fourth, and Cole Zabala was fifth. That was last year at the Lima Half Mile. In 2021, Briar Bauman took the win, Robinson second, Vandekoy was third, Price was fourth, and Carlisle was fifth. In production twins in 21, Johnny Lewis took the win, uh, Ryan Varnes was second, Corey Texter third, Ben Lau was fourth, Cameron Smith is fifth. And in the singles class in 2021, 
Wiles was in the was the winner. Whale was second. Mishler third. Bruner was fourth, and Dallas Daniels was fifth. Uh, there was no race there in 2020. That was the COVID year. We did skip the Allen County Fairgrounds. In 2019, it was Jared Meese, Jeffrey Carver, Henry Wiles, Brandon Price, and Bronson Bauman. Production twins: Chad Coase, Corey Texter, Rispoli, J.R. Addison, Colby Carlisle. In the singles class, Shayna Texter, you know, kind of shocked the world. She was riding for the Red Bull KTM team that year, took the win. Her teammate Bromley was second. Chad Coase was third. Rush was fourth, and Ryan Wells was fifth. So, uh, all that being said, you know, thinking about who's going to win this weekend. Well, it's Jared Meese's race. He's got five wins there at the Allen County Fairgrounds. I know he'd like to pick up another one, but some of the riders we got to keep an eye on. I think Robinson, who's won there twice, he's going to be up there finishing second last weekend at DeCoin. He's got a little bit of momentum going. Ryers won here twice, once uh, on a Kawasaki. That was his first Twins win. I got to interview him on that podium that day. And he also won here on an Indian. So Briars should be strong. That KTM, I think... You know, Dave Zanotti, Michelle DeSavo have that thing dialed in. You know, they've been working on that bike up at, at the SNS shop up in Wisconsin. I think that's a racetrack where uh, that KTM, they should be able to use that horsepower and just grab a handful and just let it rip. So some other interesting stats, you know, talking about winners. Uh, first time Grand National wins at Lima. Will Davis got his first win in 89. Chris Evans won his first in 2002. Jared Meese won his first Grand National back in 2005. Dominic Bolak won his first National in 2006. And I've heard Dominic's going to be on a hooligan this weekend. As far as picking winner for the singles class, I think you got to kind of, you know, look out for Tom Drain. You know, finishing second there last year. He's got two wins this season on the, on the, on the mile tracks, but this track's more like the racetracks at home. Uh, Cody Cop won there last year. Sadoff was third there last year. So I think, you know, those are the ones we're going to be keeping an eye on. Yeah, Tom Drain, Cody Cop, Chase Sadoff will be up there. Um, I think, you know, it's, it's those guys are going to be up near the front. I would love to see Shayna Texter Bauman get up there, uh, get in the mix. You know, we're still waiting for that to happen on her new ride. So, you know, this is a racetrack where she's won. So she should definitely be able to get up there. That is all I think I've got to talk about right now for Lima. So let's shift gears one more time. Actually, let's downshift a couple of gears. Let's go back to first gear and talk about the Mission AMA Flat Track Grands. Uh, I was honored to be the Grand Marshal. Uh, they made me feel special. Uh, they put me on the program, and and I, I did a lot of talking, that's for sure. I signed a lot of autographs and took a lot of pictures. And I just want to say that the, the fans that were there, the families that were there, the teams that were there are so awesome. You know, they, they appreciated me coming down to DeCoin and sticking around for the whole week. And, and you know, I treated every race just like it was a, a, an American flat track race because that's what I do. Because, you know, those kids, those adults, those vet riders, whatever class, they all paid the same entry fee. It doesn't matter if there was three people in the class or 33 people in the class. Every race is important to somebody. And that's how I treat it. And I sure had a lot of fun. Uh, I know I got a, a few uh, free T-shirts um, from some different folks. The Nickens family, I've got a, an Ella Nickens shirt and a Jaden Nickens shirt. Jackson Joyner probably has the coolest shirt ever. I got I got one of his shirts. Uh, the Nickens family brought me a 12-pack do- pack of Dr. Pepper. The Fanders family always would bring me Sprecher root beer, and so did the uh, Jack Brooks family. Um, you know, they all take care of me. Uh, some other riders would bring me Dr. Peppers here and there or waters and stuff like that, and I just think it's awesome that, 
that the uh, amateur riders take me in just like the uh, stars of American Flat Track do. So it was a great big week. It was a lot of talking. I believe counting the AFT races in that week, I did 144 races in six days. Uh, the only thing I didn't do down there was the short tracks. There was one Saturday morning before the AFT race, and there was one there on Tuesday. So I didn't do any of the short tracks. They said it's so loud in there that it'd be just like, you know, talking in the shower and nobody can hear you. So um, I didn't didn't do either one of those. So let's talk about the awards. Uh, one of the big awards is the Bill Warner Fast Brain Award, and that goes for the student or the rider that's a very good student and picking up the $1,500 scholarship was Vincent Pearson. So congratulations to Vincent. He was super excited um, when Joe Brownlee interviewed him after giving out that award. And that award is sponsored by Dave Zanotti and Tim Estenson. Education is important. So that's why they do this. They want people and racers to get an education because not everybody is going to make it as a professional flat track motorcycle racer. So you need an education to fall back on. Uh, the Youth Rider of the Year was Little Jack Brooks. I think he has more nicknames than anybody else. He was uh, His favorite color is green, and he always has green in his leathers. He's got donuts in his leathers. So we're going with the Highlighter. We're going with the Donut Man, Little Jack Brooks, and Jack the Ripper. So he's got more, more nicknames than a lot of the pro riders do, but he rides number 13. He's from Wisconsin. He's the Youth Rider of the Year. Uh, the Vet Rider of the Year uh, was probably the most determined rider I noticed all week long was Dave Tayo. 59 and a half years old, getting ready to turn 60, and he came out and he meant business. He was super focused. He lost a lot of weight. He said he was drink, uh, eating blueberries and drinking green stuff. He said a different word, but he said <laughs> drinking green stuff to get lean and mean for this event. You got to step up your game, especially when you come to the Grands. So Dave Tayo is the Vet Rider of the Year. Uh, the big award of the week is the AMA Nikki Hayden Horizon Award. And we had two riders come over to American Flat Track during opening ceremonies, Evan Renshaw and Braden Fanders. And at that point on Saturday, we knew it was probably probably going to be between those two riders. Uh, they went back and forth. They exchanged blows just like a heavyweight fight. And it ended up being Evan Renshaw. And I think what the deter determining factor was the last day on the half mile, he went four for four, four main events out of four classes he rode. And that, I think, was enough to push him over the edge. So Evan Renshaw... Uh, was the AMA Nikki Hayden Horizon Award winner. He is sponsored by Corey Texter Racing, runs the number 65, has CTR on his chest. So I think Corey has a lot to do with that program. And Evan Renshaw is the real deal. I cannot wait to see what he does next year and see where he goes. You know, who's going to sponsor him? Who's going to pick him up? I'm sure we'll be hearing that pretty soon. Uh, I'm going to run through the classes just because I think it's important, you know, because these uh, – I think there was 22 classes, something like that. So I'll, I'll be quick on it, but I just want to give, you know, recognition to the overall class champions. Uh, the first one, 50 production chain, junior class, Cruz Texter. He was the youngest rider racing all week long, five years old. 50 CC production chain, senior class, Jackson Joyner. I mentioned him a moment ago. He's got the coolest shirts ever. If you haven't seen one, check those out. 50 CC production, Pee Wee Shaft, Cruz Texter wins his second championship. 50cc production chain shifter class, Odin Music from Michigan was your winner. 65 production 7 to 11, Hugo Holmes from Australia picked up the win, the number one plate. 65 modified 7 to 11, Deegan Lichtfeldt. Uh, that's a new name. I didn't get to call his name before. I, th I think they said he was there last year. I didn't get to announce the Grands last year, but Deegan took the win, 65 modified 7 to 11. 
85 production, 9 to 13, Jack Brooks. 85 modified, 9 to 13, Jack Brooks. 85 modified, 9 to 11, Jack, I'm sorry. 85 modified, 9 to 11, Jake Page from Australia. 85 modified, super mini, Jack Brooks. So little Jack Brooks took three number one plates. Uh, switching to the vet classes, the vet 30 plus class, Adam Beldiga. Beldiga from Michigan was flying all week long. Senior 40 plus class, Dave Tayo. Super senior 50 plus class, Dave Tayo. The women's class, Katarna Robinson from Australia. She was actually the only female that signed up for the whole week. I know there's a couple other female racers in some other classes, but uh, Katarna was the only one that signed up in the women's class. 250 production, Sam Drain from Australia. That's Tom Drain's little brother. 250 modified, Cage the Rage. Cage Tadman picking up the win. He told me his favorite part of the week was the short track. 250 to open singles, Evan Renshaw. 450 production singles, Evan Renshaw. 450 modified singles, Brayden Fanders. Open heavyweight, Evan Renshaw. So Renshaw ends up with three number one plates, plus the Nikki Hayden Horizon Award. And the last class was the hooligan class. Eric Hartley took the number one plate. There were two entries at the short track. Only one showed up at that half mile. So Eric Hartley uh, earned the most points and takes the number one plate. Also, I think one of the highlights of the week was a proposal. So early on in the week, Monty Klein, he's from uh, Ocala, Florida, runs the number 01. If you've ever seen him, he's one of the most physically fit riders out there. But he asked me to be a part of the proposal, and he gave me the ring, and we did, decided to do it at the indoor short track is where we gave the awards from earlier on the day on the half mile. But we moved inside because the weather was coming. And so I, uh, I had him up there. He ended up third in one of the classes, and start talking to him and I'm just going to make this kind of shorter, a shortened version of it, but start talking to him. I asked him, you know, who helps him? He says, girlfriend. So I brought his girlfriend up there. And, uh, you know, I said, I said, you're new to, to flat track motorcycles. I said, what do you think so far? And she was liking it. And I said, I said, you know, I went back and forth and I finally goes, Hey, Monty, you know, I asked him how long they've been dating. She said six years. And I said, Hey, Monty, I said, when are you going to make make this lady your wife and I, I slipped him the ring out of my left hand into his right hand and and he grabbed her by both hands and they both started crying and I think people in the crowd were crying but um, he finally said that you know he was the love of, her, of his life and he made uh, she made his life better and I said I said I started yelling I said get on your knee and he finally got out, down on his knee and of course he asked, and of course she said yes. So that was a, a you know something fun. That was another extra part of the week. You know that that you know you got to do things like that. You know have some fun. I know when it's race time, it's all serious. But when it's not race time, you guys can have some fun. And I try to kid with some people and joke around a little bit and have fun. You know, and I never try to hurt anybody's feelings or say anything negative because I know how hard each one of those riders and teams work just to go there and take time away from their lives to come to the flat track grands it ends up being you know if you went to the meeting on tuesday you finish racing on tuesday that's that's a full you know eight days away plus travel there plus travel home and if you're from another country add a few more days onto that so you know it's it's serious business but at the same time i need to have fun during the week my twin brother brad benson came down from minnesota he was selling his seafoam and you know, he sponsors, uh, the Seafoam sponsors a few of the amateur riders, and, and uh, he made sure and 
kept me hydrated during the week as well. And then we uh, got to hang out in the evening times and go have dinner after all the racing action was done. So it was good to have my twin brother down there. And just an all in all good week. I've uh, taken this uh, last couple of days to get rested up. My, my throat's still a little bit raspy, a little bit raspier than normal. But, uh, you know, I got it done. I uh, drank a lot of hot tea, had a lot of honey and a lot of cough drops, but I made it through. So um, I'm ready for Lima this weekend, and then I'll go back home and then regroup for a, an eight-day trip out to the East Coast. You know, starting with West Virginia, the AFT race is there on July 1st. The 4th of July is the 102nd running of the Barbara Fritchie Classic. That's going on in Frederick, Maryland. If you've never been there, you got to come check that one out. And then on uh, July the 8th, Middletown, New York. I've heard there's a race before both the West Virginia race and the Middletown race. So there might be a, a race the night before. And then coming up after that, the uh, July 15th, 16th weekend, there are two races going on for the RVA, two different tracks. That's Mike Hacker and John Nickens race weekend. And then also going on that same weekend is Baker's Bash up in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. So there's plenty of racing. I know there's a lot more than that, but those are some of the ones that came to mind. I'll be at three of those at least. Maybe, maybe the night before a couple of those, I might, might, you know, maybe I'll hit five races in a week. So we'll see, but there's a lot going on. It's definitely race season. I'm going to wrap things up for now. I know there's a lot more that I've probably missed, a lot more that I said I'd talk about, but uh, I'm ready for some Lima pea gravel half mile. The last Saturday in June, it's the Ohio National, Lima, Ohio. So thanks for all the listens. Thanks for all the likes. You know, smash that like button. Tell all your friends about the podcast. I love each and every one of you, and you all mean the world to me. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week right here on Off the Groove. Off the Groove.